boom. Happy Friday. Welcome back to the only daily podcast that we know about. This is a daily podcast every single mo effing day. A lot of them out there. A lot of podcasts out there. But this is the only daily podcast. Now, um, I'm a little fired up today. I'm a little fired up because I've been watching. I went down a bit of a uh, a YouTube rabbit hole and started watching hockey fights. <sighs> Can you see how this escalated? Can any, anyone predict how this might have escalated as I start watching? You know, I start watching um, one-on-one fights. Then I start watching, you know, the best hockey fights. Then you start going, okay, well, how about fights where there's a little more, a few more people involved? And pretty soon I'm doing line clearing brawls and that's what reminds me of hockey is the best hockey is the best and I'm a little bit biased one because I'm Canadian two because I played hockey that was my number one sport but it's the only sport where you can actually actively fight and that's just part of the game now I'm not saying that the fighting is um, the best part of hockey. No. But I'm saying it's a unique feature of the sport that exists in nothing else. And that's I think that's really cool. Like, they do fights. You know, they have the fights in. Dude, you ever watch, like, a baseball fight? It's so awkward. <laughs> it's so awkward. Because, yeah, they fight, but then it's like they're on dry land. So everyone runs to each other. And then all of a sudden, they have to like pull each other apart because you can't really get into a full fist fight. But hockey, you can. You can do a full fist fight because the give and take of the ice and, and flowing back and forth, you can just completely unleash. So that's a unique feature of hockey that I've always treasured. You know what's so funny is I actually remember um, back in the day, it's probably like grade six or something, we had some guest speaker come in. And I can't remember even what her overall point was. But I remember at one point she brought up hockey. And she said, um, you know, we shouldn't have fighting in hockey. Because it's unbelievable to have an entire arena of people cheering while two grown men are trying to hurt each other. And I, I remember thinking, even as a young man, even as an undeveloped person with almost zero life experience what the hell is she talking about (laughs) like for real come on dude you want to saran wrap the whole world like you can't even have any conflict any physical confrontation the whole point of playing a, a competitive sport at the highest level is that it is competitive and when things are competitive guess what it spills over and people get heated And anyone who has played a team sport has experienced that. There's no way to do it without that. So then I I watched a lot of videos today. (laughs) Strictly hockey fights. And uh, boy, that puts you in a mood. That puts you in a bit of a mood. First of all, it makes you miss like live games because it's not... You know, for two guys to just fight and there's no one even in the audience, it's not the same thing. But for, for like when the goalies fight and the arena goes crazy, a goalie fight, I mean, how would I explain 
a goalie fight to someone who doesn't watch hockey or doesn't know. A goalie fight is like the crown jewel of fights. Because goalies in hockey are a protected, they're the only protected position on the ice. Everyone else is fair game. But there's something sacred about goalies in hockey because you only have one or two. And so everyone knows the unwritten rule is they are not to be messed with. You can fight anyone you want, but the goalies are not to be messed with. So when two goalies meet at center ice to fight, there may be there may be no better moment in sports than a goalie fight. I mean, there's nothing equivalent in any sport that I can think of that matches that. Where you have the two protected positions, the two protected individuals on the ice. And they say, we're going to square up and we're going to fight. I, I, It would almost be the same as like um, in chess. If the, if the two uh, kings on the board just fought each other. No pawns, no horses, no castles, no bishops. Just those two fought each other. So it's so exciting to see. I've never been to a game for a live uh, goalie fight, which is too bad. But it gets the people on their feet. It gets the people on their feet. And the fact that someone would suggest taking that out of hockey, that's one of those things where it's like, yes, is it better if people don't fight? Of course. Is it better if people don't try to hurt each other? Of course. But life isn't just about saran wrapping stuff and keeping it safe. That's the spirit. You want to see a bit of a competitive edge, you know? And sometimes that means punching someone in the face. So yeah, it, you know, it made me miss hockey when I watch the videos. That's such a core thing, especially being Canadian. It's such a core thing to our identity and I really hope it remains that way and I think it will because when you're a small country like Canada and you have such a small population compared to even your neighbor the U.S. we're so small there's almost more people in California than there is in in our entire country so yes it's a real point of pride for when you know Canadians have the majority of NHL players, that's a huge point of pride. Because in a way, on the global stage, we are underdogs with that type of stuff. And so to have something that you're really good at as a nation. Now, I actually heard that our national sport is actually lacrosse, which I believe is a Canadian thing too, originated with the Native Americans. Now, I never played lacrosse. A lot of guys back when I played hockey would play hockey in the winter and then they would play lacrosse in the summer, which made sense. But lacrosse always seemed so brutal to me. Like you can cross check people. That's not even, uh, it's not illegal. You can literally hack people with your stick. Now in hockey, you cannot just two hand hit someone with your stick. That's slashing. But in lacrosse, you can, they're just like, that's part of the game, dude. And that's kind of cool. Cause it was the whole point of lacrosse was to prepare people to be warriors. So, Anyway, I really hope we don't lose that because there is this whole like thing softening, softening of everything, softening. And I'll tell you this right now. I'll tell you this. 
when I have children and they play sports, they will be keeping score. They're, I'm not putting them in stuff where it's like, oh, we just play to have fun and we're not we're not going to keep score. Because that's, that's BS. Honestly, that's BS. Straight up. You Now, you play it to have fun. That is correct. And you also play it to be a, a good sportsman and not cheat and be respectful. But to not keep score misses the entire point of doing anything. You know, to, to, to not keep score of something that you're doing is weak and it's unrealistic. And people act like that protects children and it makes them weak because in life there's a score and life is competitive. So I'm not doing all that stuff. My kids will be playing sports and they will be keeping score and they're going to learn what it feels like to lose and it hurts and they're going to learn what it feels like to win. Because when you don't keep score, you take away both of those things from a child. And yes, does it hurt to lose? Yes. But that's what life is. Yeah, it sucks to lose. But then you know what's funny is you, you lose and then you realize, oh my God, I just lost. And then what happened? The next day, the world turned, the sun came up, and everything's completely fine. And I'll just keep on trucking. As they say, keep on trucking. So yeah, dude, that whole stuff with like, not keeping score is absolute, it's just stupid. And I actually remember back in the day uh, doing cross-country competitions and uh, they would give ribbons to the, the top 10. You would get a ribbon, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, continuing. And then outside of that, you would get this participant ribbon. And it's like, I even remember at that time, I'm like, this is stupid as shit. Why do I want a participant ribbon? Who cares? I participated. Great. That's the same type of thing as like patting yourself on the back for taking a certain number of steps during the day. It's ridiculous. It doesn't mean anything. You can sense how fired up I am after these fights, hey? I got a little bit of some extra sauce today. A little bit of an extra edge. But yeah, I don't like that whole softening. The whole softening of pretending like Life is just this equal thing and there's no, 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 no. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, don't you? And by the way, if you haven't lost, then that is absurd. And if you haven't lost, then maybe you didn't do enough stuff. I don't know. Again, what am I, Tony Robbins out here? What am I, a motivational speaker? I'm just saying, at the end of the day, all I'm saying is allow the fights in hockey, dude. Allow the fights. Toughens you up. You know, the other really important part to me with doing sports when you're a kid and doing sports in general, especially team sports, is you learn how to get along with people. You learn how to have a common goal and achieve that together. And I just think if you don't do it, you're missing out a little bit. You learn how to be a team. What am I, Tony Robbins out here? All right. Anyway, let's move on to some fun stuff here. Um... Maybe fun is not the right word for this. Lady Gaga, her dogs. This is the crazy story I've read in a while. She's a dog walker, of course. She's busy. She's busy being Gaga. Dog walker goes out, walks the dogs. People roll up. They shoot the dog walker. I mean, imagine. They shoot the dog walker. Now, if you are playing... 
the game of life, the board game, the game of life. And your whole goal was to not get shot. And you got presented with a few different options for careers, right? You remember how in the game of life, you turn over those tiles and you choose a career, right? Artist, police officer, lawyer, dog walker. If your whole goal when you played that game was to not get shot, <laughs> the, the tile that you would pick, pretty obviously, dog walker. Dog walker. I'm walking dogs. I'm not talking to people. I'm not even interacting with other dogs. I'm just walking dogs. So whoever that is, I feel so bad for that person. They're just trying to do. And one of the most uh, like neutral job, like not polarizing jobs. You're just walking dogs, regardless of your political affiliation, your beliefs, regardless of even whether you are a criminal or not. Everyone agrees that dog got to get walked. That's the one thing we have in common around the globe. If aliens came down and we said, hey, we got a lot of different cultures. We got a lot of different beliefs. We believe differently in politics across this globe. We believe differently in how money should be handled. We believe differently in the food you should eat. But the one thing that everyone here agrees with is that them dogs gots to get walked. I cannot think of a more agreeable profession than dog walking other than male man, or I guess it's probably male per person now, male individual, because those are the two things that we agree on. On a daily basis, you could pull anyone and they say, what needs to happen today? The dogs gots to get walked and the mail gots to get delivered. And I don't care if you are Mother Teresa or you're El Chapo, you both can at least agree that's true. Both of those things need to happen. So this poor person signs up to be a dog walker. I just want to walk some dogs and boom, shot. And meanwhile, there's people out there who are doing actual crime. Dude, how crazy is that? There's people out there actually involved in organized crime who are not getting shot. They're in the beehive of illicit activity. And they find. And this poor person is out there. They got three. Um, I was going to say pit bulls, but no, no, bulldogs. They got three bulldogs shot. Come on, dude. So anyway, I hope that person is doing okay. And I also feel bad because, you know, she, so Lady Gaga put up this uh, half a million dollar reward for her dogs. And the dumbest, this is already new. I already knew that I was going to see this. And people are going to say half a million dollars. Wow. What are they worth? $4,000 each. You know what? You've never owned a dog. A dog is priceless to you. A dog is part of your family. And dogs are, you have a special bond with them. So yeah, of course, if you're in that position, you're just going to say, get them back to me. And I don't even know who took them. Apparently, uh, the Bulldogs are just super uh, popular. And that's the whole thing. I don't, they might have not even known that it was Lady Gaga's, but you can just resale them. So 
Anyway, dude, it's hard to believe that there's people in life who are in this position where it's like their jobs are having to shoot people, steal dogs. It's hard to believe that people are in a position where they have to drive around communities and steal packages off of uh, doorsteps. Like, it's all just a mix, right? Crazy. And But I do know that French Bulldogs are crazy expensive. Now, we were actually going to get, so we have one dog. He's a little Boston Terrier, which, by the way, the best dogs of all time. If you are looking for a dog that is, the, I would give a five-star review on all the aspects of a dog. Are they good with children? Yes. Boston Terriers are amazing with people. They're super loyal. They are well-behaved if you train them right. They listen to you. They And they're durable too. That's the one thing. We can take him to the park. He runs off. He goes in the water. He comes back up. He's very smart. So, um, highly recommend Boston Terriers are the best, dude. For real. And we were going to get a second dog for a while. We were actually going to get a little French Bulldog. Frenchie. Which are super popular. But, dude, they're so expensive. They're literally like, I think, $6,000. And then the thing is, you're buying these things off of Kijiji. And someone just says, yeah, I got some French Bulldogs. And so... We were so close one time to pulling the trigger. We found one online. And actually, when we lived in our condo building, the neighbors two doors down from us had a French Bulldog. And we were about to buy one from the same breeder that they bought theirs. And theirs was really cute. And I remember the day before we were about to pull the trigger and buy this dog, I saw our neighbor in the elevator with his dog. And I was like, that's so cute. We're actually going to get one too. And he said, do not do it. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, this chick is like importing them from Ukraine or some shit. They're not even like purebred. He said, ours has so many issues. And I looked at his dog, dude. And the sad part is this dog started off so cute. And then every day that I saw it, his the eyes would start to move apart more. Like the eyes started becoming not cross-eyed, but the opposite. Do you know what I mean? Like they started being like... He would, the dog would look completely two different directions every single day. I noticed it. And then the dog grew into like, you know, I don't want to be mean, but very, it was ugly, dude. <laughs> it was ugly. <laughs> oh, it was so cute as a puppy. And then he just grew up, yeah, ugly. And so we canceled it right away. And then we had another one we were about to buy and coyotes broke in and ate all the dogs. So it's not nice. Coyotes broke in and ate all of the dogs. So you got to be careful out there, though. There's so many of these. But the reason is because all you do is you buy two dogs, you breed them. They have like six puppies and you could sell the puppies for like three grand each. So you're making like 18 grand on this litter. And then you just go back to Ukraine or some shit. I don't know. But what I'm saying is dogs are expensive. And what I'm also saying is I hope Lady Gaga gets hers back because that does suck, dude. It does suck. It's not like when your snake goes missing. I don't know if you guys have ever had your snake escape and go missing. You know, it sucks, but you're like, the snake didn't even care about me. Your dogs actually care. Your dogs actually care. So I guess the other lesson here too is, dude, if you're a dog walker, I would suggest getting a gun. If you're a dog walker right now and you're unarmed, big mistake. I would say get some, uh, get a bulletproof vest, 
get maybe something small, like uh, just a bazooka or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. But again, I don't want to keep you guys too long because I know it's Friday. You guys got things to do. So go have a fun Friday. Go to your pool party. Live it up. And, of course, I'm going to be back here tomorrow, Saturday. Because why? This is the daily podcast. The only daily podcast because I care about you guys. And I want to be here every single day and talk to you. All right. Hope you guys have an amazing Friday. And I'll see you tomorrow.